0: Trump. so yeah we get the we get the bromance montage um and we also have the song like i don't know if you uh, will uh, got subtitles for the musical parts
1: uh I like basically uh will, will their friendship last and stuff like this i think they portray yeah. each other
0: exactly yeah. so the, the, the music is essentially telling you what the storyline is going to end up culminating to like, we yeah. know they're going to have to fight. So the, the coincidences just don't stop. Do they like the, the two people chasing each other become best friends. And now the exact person he needs to infiltrate the exact building he needs to get his sister back. He just so happens to have a romantic engagement with, and then, they don't speak the same language at all and somehow mm-hmm. he still manages to find out that mali is living with this woman it's like nutty how lucky he must have been for this set of circumstances and yeah. i can't criticize it it's still amazing i love it and it, this is the the mali realization is um, is it, it's like a gunshot to the tone of the film because it's all really nice and all this. And you're like, oh, beam's gonna smash. Love it. And then she says Mally, and even the music, it's like boom, let's go. Like tension now. And then he runs, he makes a bracelet really quickly.
1: Like just a reminder the that the child was uh, kidnapped in this movie.
0: Exactly. Yeah. It it's literally like if this movie is not just a joke. This movie is not just something to laugh at. There is some real shit going on, and it's a literal like boom. You know it. it you know you are immediately reminded, immediately. Um, can we talk about this party scene?
1: Ah, uh, yeah, the, the dancing.
0: Yeah. Oh, Go my god. Honestly, since watching this movie the first time because I've watched it a second time now for the podcast. Since watching it the first time, I have listened to that song maybe at least once a day since. Today, (laughs) I listened to it like 10 times because I fucking love it. Nacho means dance in Hindi in the... uh, Because I didn't watch... Because we got Netflix, so we can't watch it in the original dub. But in the original dub, it would be Natu. Mm -hmm. Uh, but this fucking song is amazing the dance is amazing i just i cannot find fault with this sequence in terms of just pure enjoyment i love it
1: like i was actually at this point when they started dancing i was like these guys are fucking talented like not only are they actors uh, and they're doing act, uh, oh. action scenes. They're also dancing and singing as well. It's like, oh, dude, this what, is what the can't na- they do?
0: This is the nature of India, man. Like Indian cinema, you got to act, you have got to dance, you got to the sing.
1: Expectations are high. It's you can't do one of those things. You can't be in Indian cinema.
0: No, you have to do all of those things to be in Indian cinema. That's the thing. You know, all of that's expected of you. You can't just coast by on being a single threat. You've got to be a triple threat. It's crazy how talented uh, some of these people are. It's insane. And the talent really is on display in this movie and especially in this scene. You know, you've got this guy who's like, oh, Oh, why are you bringing your your Indian into the party? Uh." And then she's all... Yeah, with yeah, your Indian friend in a party in India. How can you invite him? And then it's like uh, he's like he accuses Indian people of not knowing what true art is, and like immediately the moment you start making him racist, I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake, someone needs to punch him. No, no, no one needs to punch him. We can do better. We can prove him wrong. It's so much.
1: <laughs> so and he does the like, whitest dancing possible. I think. Oh, does he start uh, I, uh, lime dancing or something? What does he do? It was flamenco, I
0: think, at one point. But like, he does all of this fucking shit. The walt- They were doing the waltz beforehand. Um, but then fucking Ram just sort of busts in out of nowhere, starts banging on the fucking drum, and then comes up and he's like, waltz, no. Uh, flamenco, no, my brother. But do you desi nuts? Oh, he's great. He's so cool. He's so cool in that scene. And then the music hits and it's fucking amazing. It's and literally the best shit ever.
1: And it's funny, it's like there's also uh, there's one black guy, I think he's the only black guy in the entire film, and he plays yeah. the drums. And like, the entire time this is going on, he's just got this look like, ugh. and then I think he like, I, 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 he starts yeah. playing the drums after around Ask this question. I think it takes over. Like, I think that also, like, an acknowledgement that, like, uh, these white guys think that their culture is like the number one. Like, they don't know shit. They mm-hmm. don't know anything else. Uh, exactly.
0: It, it, it's something that he would have experienced too. So it's it makes it it's kind like of this bit look of recognition thing.
1: An international, yeah. like, uh, look. These fucking British guys thinking they're the top of everything, and they're just ignoring everything else, even though they've could they're in control of everything you
0: know what i mean yeah exactly in my notes i've got fuck white people are so racist these bakers look like <laughs> absolute cunts and it doesn't get helped by how bad the acting is it it that, if that makes it so much worse it's like how oh, fucking hell they shit in real life they're still shit mm-hmm. even if it is just a performance it's still a terrible performance uh but this dance though defies the laws of physics it's insane this dance. I need to learn this dance. I want to. I want a Desi match with you at some point. We need to like, meet <laughs> up, and we we're going to do a Desi match. We're going to see who can help, hold out the longest. Because uh, I, go on. Uh, I
1: was just going to say, doesn't I think Ram uh, pretends to fall
0: at some point? For, a, well, this is this is exactly what I was going to say. He's a solid wingman again, once more ram the wingman what a guy yeah that Top... rhymes almost kind of almost sort of it has got a ring to it at least but yeah what a wingman what a wingman i gotta love that though so like you've got the last three of them like dancing and then the white guy drops out and then the two of them celebrate like yeah we've made our point there's a notch motherfucker and then the music slows down and they just look at each other in slow motion <laughs> and it's like we got to see who's gonna win and yeah, Ram the wingman, you know, sorts him out and falls over to impress the girl. It it's sort of weird, like. Uh, so after this, right, we get we get a, uh, like another scene where, uh, r- like Bean meets the the woman, but she drives down and picks up Bean. and then it's really weird how that green paint, like it, that yeah. green paint is like a really surprising. Important plot point. Where well, I'm like, I, what? What? It really uh, threw me because I don't feel yeah. like they set that up.
1: Yeah, I, I think that that. Remember, you said earlier that maybe there was some scenes that were, were uh, cut. Cut. I think maybe there was something cut there to have made that bigger. Uh, really? Also, by I don't know because otherwise it doesn't make sense. Also, because... I wonder about his name in the same way. If uh, remember, we said mm. earlier that maybe. Like 'cause it's all of a sudden he's suddenly known as Ram, but at the beginning is Raju. Could I you think really... maybe there could have been some scenes uh cut there too that
0: could have maybe could you, Do you really that. do you really think that this many scenes were cut? Because if they were, this would have been like a four hour movie. It's possible. Maybe, you know. Yeah, it's possible. Maybe. It actually wouldn't surprise me.
1: You can also mention like another thing is that thinking again that this is a 3 hour movie and like we just watched Justice League before uh and what other films have we done recent ones i can't remember doesn't matter uh well Justice League is
0: good 4 hours yeah yeah
1: but my point like everything it doesn't matter wh- where you are across the world everyone's making huge massive long films now yeah and it's like come on guys you you're, you're 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 doing making a the service. podcast harder right? yeah you're making our job harder stop it
0: <laughs> yeah yeah hollywood hear our warning start making like half hour movies so our podcast can go down to 10 minutes yeah <laughs> um so we get to beam infiltrating the house then after that he goes back with the girl um mm-hmm. i feel like the interiors of this house look like just a large dollhouse I don't think the interiors, maybe I'm wrong, but like it, the interior doesn't look, it just looks a bit fake to me. But you know, I didn't
1: think too much about that, but maybe you're right. Yeah.
0: just does look like a dollhouse. Like the way that she got like a fucking tea party set up for like a group of people and there's no one there. And I'm like, that's, that's like a dollhouse. You know, hmm. like it, it's, it was too like, it sort of looked in use and there was no one using it. And that's a dollhouse. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know how else to describe it, really. It just felt yeah, it just didn't feel real to me. Um, But this is the thing. So in this scene, Beam sort of sneaks off and finds Mally, right? And when I was first watching it, I was thinking, all right, we're gonna we're gonna get some John Wick level shit and he's gonna bust her out. And he doesn't. He doesn't. And he, I, 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 he could have as well, but he's got a, a bigger plan because obviously in his opening scene where he fights a tiger, which we haven't mentioned, by the way, he fights a tiger in his opening scene, which is mental. Um That wasn't to hunt the tiger or, or whatever, it's to use the tiger later on. So there is a grander plan that they're setting up to. Hmm. But if he had rescued Mali here, you could have shaved an hour off the runtime.
1: <laughs> yeah, I I think he should have just done it. I don't know. I I, I get. Yeah, I see what you mean about the bigger plan, uh, which yeah. we're going to get to in a minute. Yes. Uh, but it, it did it did feel, early on at the very beginning when they're setting some the film up, that the only motive was for Mali Later, uh, when we find out that. Uh, he's been meeting with these guys who are also from the same area as him uh who are like kind of like revolutionary guys who uh Raju does meet at one point early on uh which leads to the train scene um it doesn't it, it, despite them him having some connections to these guys it it didn't feel like it was as big as motivation if for, for Behem, it feels more like yeah, uh, revolution will be good and everything, but it's not as important as like getting Mali back. Mm. I don't know, so it felt a bit strange for me that he didn't just do it. Like, because he, yeah. Uh, yeah, I really think he probably could have, he could have just busted her out easily. I think,
0: I think so. We know he's got John Wick powers, so yeah, I, I, I'm down. I, I would have bought that in this moment. But in all fairness, I mean, he when he leaves Mali after this scene, we have him like, as you say, he's talking to like these other revolutionaries. And I feel like the best line or one of my favorite lines in the film is delivered here where he says, don't these white women bear children? And Mm. I'm like, so it's like, you know, it's like, don't they understand the pain that they're causing us by taking a like can't can't they relate to us in any sense? Yeah, and I just I think it's such a poignant, a poignant line, you know. It really I was like, oh that 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 cut me deep, that one. Cut me deep. <laughs> uh and like, this is the thing. I I feel like the, the bromance, because we've had a lot of the bromance, it's been a massive distraction from how brutal the movie actually is, and how brutal and driven both of these characters are as well. The bromance really yeah, it sort of ignores the the plot. We 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 literally stop the plot just to see these two characters care about each other, which I think is interesting. Like in terms of structure, anyway.
1: Yeah, I get what you mean, but at the same time, it's necessary to establish. Uh, so when they kind of when uh, when Raju portrays Bahim, it's got more strength to it, otherwise you don't really eh, it's not really it doesn't
0: oh, really no, matter believe you I'm not complaining about it I ju- I just feel that it's uh, it, it it it's very like it it's it's been such a huge distraction like you it it this scene where they're talking about you know where we see him trying to find Mali and stuff and and we see this moment between him and Mali All like that's been that's a massive reminder from the beginning of the film, like all of all of the the scenes we've had up until this point have been very, you know, friendly, nice, lighthearted, you know, and it's almost like you'd forgotten. Oh, yeah. We're actually watching a movie set in a really difficult time in India um, where people were, you know, massively exploited treated like crap you know and it, it, it we've forgotten about it up until this point in here we've had this really quite brutal reminder uh, mm. and it's good it, it's interesting because it's a structure i'm not used to
1: maybe we have to think as well like our our way of looking at film is that it always has that structure but you know mm. when it comes to indian cinema even the struct like the whole thing can be yeah a whole way of understanding about how a film really should be can just be thrown out the window because the, the structure, the, the whole idea of how a film should be laid out could be completely different.
0: Well, I mean, I, I, I don't actually see... The, the structure of this does quite remind me of, like, Shakespeare. You know, the sort of two people who have a secret don't know each other as well as they think they do and then there's a betrayal or whatever, like it's very Shakespearean. Uh, like it's sort of reminding me of, you know, there's shades of Macbeth in there, but there's also shades of Twelfth Night in there. Like, so, yeah, so there's some more Western influence, but it's pretty old school influence. But mm. uh, yeah, it's sort of that there is this sort of uh, this dramatic weight that you know, that you know these two guys are gonna end up having to kill each other.
1: Yeah. I mean instead they team oh. up, which is not.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's so much more fun. I was gonna say, uh, Sita, the uh Rams uh well, what do you think she is? Ah uh, yeah,
1: so this is a bit um
0: This Weird, comes right? up um,
1: a a lot later in the film, at least at least halfway in uh maybe even a bit off even further because we finally get some backstory on raju and how he his father was a revolutionary kind of grew up in the jungle till he was a Mm. certain age and then uh his father's trying to train like an army and then he gets murdered and borsa raju is a really excellent shot with a gun uh -hmm. and then he kind of goes undercover goes. He just joins the British army, but with the, I wouldn't say really undercover, really. I mean, he's
0: just joined it with the intention of of getting access to weapons. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So you have
0: Sita. I thought she was his wife, but then in the scene you're describing, we find out that she's his sister.
1: I was about to say I thought that they were engaged. (laughs) But that she's his sister.
0: Yeah. But then, but I swear they were engaged. But maybe it's a translation issue with the subtitles, maybe. Well, but I'm I'm... sure I remember them saying that they were like romantic. I even remember a scene later on where they sort of say to her, like, do you even think he's coming back? When's the last time he wrote to you? And it's, you know, I think they refer to him as his, as her husband or fiance or whatever. I'm sure, I'm sure. But then we find out that they're like, because she they all re, they refer to him as baba the dad and she refers to him as baba although maybe that's just a sort of general a general sort of term maybe I'm it means leader sure. instead of father
1: in in many slavic languages baba means grandma uh, yeah babushka yeah you want to know something interesting so remember uh I said I'd look into the highest-grossing films in India.
0: Yes, go on. So,
1: according to Wikipedia, the first, uh, the highest, is a film called Dangle, uh, which grossed worldwide a hundred, uh, sorry, three hundred and eleven million dollars. The equivalent of, it's a Hindi film, and it's a sports thing, and it translates as wrestling competition. So it's something about. Uh, a wrestling thing came out 2016. Hmm. The second highest. Is, I don't know how you pronounce this, uh, which is also directed by the same director as. Uh, uh, well, this, ba- is one, who, this is the one. This is the one we need Bali. to watch.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Who, who bally? This is the one we need to watch.
1: Yeah. This is a this uh this is a sequel. I believe it must be. So it's an ap- epic action film, and then after that. There's a third film called uh, KGF Chapter Two. I guess another sequel to something. Looks also like it could be a historical thing. In another language, by the way, is so that another language I haven't heard of before? Canada. Never heard of it before. Hollywood. Uh, this, yeah, Hollywood. Um, but the thing is that Wikipedia is noting it's RR, which currently comes as third, almost tying with the. Uh, sorry, coming fourth, almost tying with third place yeah uh, it, it still has the potential to beat some of these other films that are on this list, which is crazy
0: okay. Come on R you deserve it. You deserve it. They do. Well, speaking of Indian cinema, I was gonna mention Sita, the ca- the actress who plays Sita I don't know her name, but she was also in another quite well-known um, Indians film that was also a, I believe a Netflix original. Uh, but don't quote me on that. Um, called Gangubai, there was a lot of hype about it, and I'm really glad I watched it. It's a very good film So, yeah. It's, I think it's a, bi- a biographical, um, about a real woman. Um, and she's Bahat. Sita, so I, this woman is very, very famous on Wikipedia. She's called Alia Bahad, uh,
1: and she's actually British, by the way. No. Yeah, she's from the UK. Uh, oh shit! And she works in Hindi films now. She's actually Good 29 for- years old, by the way, which makes it feel a bit weird if they if there was uh, if uh, Raju was supposed to be engaged to her because he looks a little bit older. He looks like he might be pushing forty something.
0: I mean, yeah, but they're playing the same age.
1: Yeah, actually, he's only thirty-seven.
0: Never mind. They're playing the same age, though, or yeah. a similar age. Um,
1: Speaking about age, can I just say a little ranty side note? Because uh, we were talking before about characters playing, um, like, we have a lot of old actors now. Like, it feels like so many, so much of who we know in Hollywood are old. They're at least in their 60s. Uh, the ones that really stick in your memory, the ones you really think about, right? And I was mm. just thinking about this. Uh, I recently watched uh, this Rowan Atkinson thing on Netflix. with my Oh, daughter. no.
0: Not the B cool. one.
1: Yeah, it's called Man VB. And uh, it's, I don't know why they made it this way, by the way. They made it uh, like a kind of TV show. Each episode is like 10 minutes. But it should just have been a film. I don't know why they cut it like that. Maybe it's because it's easier for kids to watch i don't know i don't they're experimenting i think anyway uh in this film ron atkinson uh i don't know how old he is he's in his 60s death i think he might be 67 years old uh uh he has a daughter his character and he has a uh he's divorced and i'm just thinking like he's 67 years old this kid looks about 10 to 12 years old like you, you are we still pretending that this guy who's closer to 70 is still like of the age of a regular dad? Mm-hmm, like we mm-hmm, think mm-hmm. of a regular dad. You think <laughs> of someone who's probably in his forties, right? Yeah. Maybe fifties, maybe, but probably forties. Uh, but this guy is 20 plus years older. It's like, I, I, I don't know. Just thinking about that, how we have all these older actors playing. Sometimes people that are like 20 years younger, it's a bit, Sometimes yeah, odd.
0: I mean, it happens. It, ha- it used to happen more and more, uh, in Hollywood, um, and I th- I mean, like, I think Ryan Reynolds is doing that now. Like, I don't think it's it's mattering how old he gets. He's still playing sort of mid thirties, and that's not going to change anytime soon, while he still looks like that. Um, hmm. however, like, let's not forget that Indian cinema is very much you know, in the, in terms of like, uh, star power and, you know, it's, it's a lot like the Hollywood star system that we learned at uni, you know, it's a lot more, uh, driven by like a Humphrey Bogart was just super cool. And so he always had to play super cool characters. You know, Clint Eastwood was always a badass. He always had to play badass characters. You know, that was just the nature of it that your your you're, you're the 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 image of the star became more important than the performance, uh, and that mm. and it, it was informed on a character. Just ha- just uh, hiring a particular actor to play them would be, you know, providing context. Um, and I think there's a lot of that in Indian cinema even today. So, yeah, I, I reckon these two guys are going to continue being in films forever and playing the same age i reckon they were 18 in this movie they move like they're 18 in this movie
1: (laughs) i'm yeah you know what maybe that's possible maybe there there isn't such uh, a big age difference it's weird for myself now uh because i just recently turned 30 uh to think that i'm now that, like I see people in films, and I think that guy, yeah, looks probably older than I am, more like a, a star or something. Oh shit, that guy's the same age as me. Fuck, I feel fucking old now. Like it's it's a weird it's a weird thing.
0: Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, soon, anyway, soon we will not soon we will not be burdened with these thoughts because we'll have the sweet release of death. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah so let's get back into ah uh, uh, uh. So we uh, so up uh, so. Pretty pretty soon after where we are at, at least, we get reminded that Ram is also a badass again uh, and a bad badass by him chasing down Beam's brother um, and then torturing him, which is mm-hmm. brutal. And it sort of reminds you, oh, hang on a minute. He's the bad guy in this movie. Um. And so he tortures this guy and leaves him, and I think we have another scene, not important for what my point is, we cut back to him alone and there's a snake in the room. So he thinks to himself, I know what I'll do. I'll tap the floor, encourage the snake to come to me, and then I'll catch the snake. Apparently, that that's doable. Um... And I'm going to throw it at the guy. <laughs> I mean, it, said... it's brilliant, but it's bloody ridiculous. But it's brilliant. Yeah. And, and apparently, I... there's no cure to this to this snake bite. But th- don't worry, the next scene there is a cure. But for this <laughs> scene, there's no cure. Yeah. That and then we a have bit... a we have Ram giving us a glimpse anyway that he's a good guy though because he lets him go when he finds out he's dying of the snake venom he's like all right uh i'll untie you and go live your life sorry i had to torture you Mm. so we get a glimpse that yeah okay ram is actually not a bad guy but we've seen him up until this point only doing bad so well besides the bromance stuff so you know I mean, in all fairness, though, I'm sure Indian audiences knew that he was a good guy from the get-go. But for us, he was the bad guy from the get-go. And we find out that he's a good guy later. Uh, So, you know, we experience it a little bit differently. Um, And then so Ram gets found by Beam because Beam's best best friend senses were tingling. (laughs) And they find each other. And Beam knows a cure for the snake venom. I mean, to be fair though, I think that's because he was like, what a man of nature, right? I think that's what, what that's about.
1: Guess it's going with that. Yeah. That assumption.
0: Yeah. Although in all fairness, Beam is uh, brother is the guy that said this. Cure. So you'd think he'd know that there is a cure. Maybe he's just saying that to freak Ram out. Who knows? Mm. Um, but then in this sequence, while Ram is dying, he sort of, realizes that Beam isn't Muslim because Beam starts praying while uh, healing him. So he realizes he's not Muslim. So you see it across his eyes and then Beam finally admits it to him. Like when he puts him to bed, he's like, yeah, uh, you know, I, I haven't been telling you the truth. I'm this guy. I'm here to find this girl, Mally. Uh, My name's Beam.
1: That's also the first time that you finally hear be he Bahim's real name at first, you think he's Akhtar, and then they don't uh ever go into it till that point in the film. And also, by the way, so what happens next is quite crazy. So Bahim uh decides to uh, he, the big plan with his guys is to with all these uh animals that they've uh, managed to co- collect, break into the This huge party. By the way, there's lots of lights. Did you remember all the lights? The lights around the The,
0: the palace. There's a lot of lights.
1: Yeah, which actually looks quite cool, but I don't think it was very uh, for the time a thing. Anyway. I mean, it's uh, an
0: insane set. Every set piece is insane. Yeah, It's
1: pretty crazy. And then we have probably one of the most craziest scenes in the film, which is both very action-y and a bit
0: gory as
1: well. With all these it's animals slaughtering uh, uh, all these British soldiers.
0: I mean, there's something so cathartic. Seeing like a, a guardian of an Indian tribe and a whole slew of Indian animals just decimating through this sort of British compound. It's fucking great. Yeah. I love it. He... India fights back. Indian nature fights back. It's great. Yeah.
1: There's even, uh, as the pitch meeting guy keeps uh, says several times in his video, someone throws a leopard. Yay!
0: Yes! <laughs> well, someone literally does throw a leopard. Is it good? The pitch meeting? I should watch it then. Really. Yeah, he's, he's good. He's good. I'll have no, no. But this for this movie, I'll, I'll have to give it a watch. Yeah. I'm sure there's so much of this movie to to make jokes out of. Uh, he does indeed throw a leopard at a man, which is mental um but the cgi does not fully hold up in this scene but it doesn't affect the scene it doesn't make the scene less enjoyable but it it doesn't hold up mm. well, it, well. I mean, it's doing well but it i mean i'm sure i'm sure that better could be done is all i'm saying but maybe that is only down to scope though perhaps because the scope is so massive you can only get so much right in one frame i guess
1: yeah, I I don't know. Like for me, it's really not something I thought too much about. It's like, it's right, CGI, mm. eh? Uh, but then we have to talk he, about something else.
0: He, he also choke slams a motherfucker.
1: Ah, I don't remember that bit.
0: He choke slams uh, a motherfucker. But yeah, gone. What do you what do you uh, what do you need to talk about?
1: So, uh, Raju Ram mm. uh, returns. And so oh. you were just talking about how he was poisoned, and somehow now he's better in a very short period, and he's just too strong. How can he? You just, you just. Well, I don't yeah, know. but he got out of bed, and then now he's like uh crazy strong again.
0: But we'd seen it in the first scene though, like the the film that we met him. He gets absolutely the sh- kicked out of him, and then he just limps back in splashes some water on his face and then he just boom he's ready and he just stands there again really ready for battle like he we've seen we'd seen it already in in the first scene to be fair like his, his like very fast recovery time for uh for fighting mm. so I, I i bought it i bought it but what I, I i you know i love this scene actually because we've got this theme of fire and water again they constantly keep bringing this theme of fire and water that's representing these two characters so they're we, we know that like fire and water they're elements they're elemental and i feel like they're mirroring their representation of india the kind of representation they make of india both of these characters so beam is more in touch with nature So that's why he's the water. Whereas Ram's plan, like Ram's, you know, a thirst for revolution stems from violence, stems from gun use, and his entire plan revolves around guns. So that's why he's the fire. And it's only when these two things come together that we can truly get rid of the British. (laughs) Oh, Oh, it's so good. It's so good.
1: That's a pretty I didn't like I, yeah I noticed obviously the the fire and water themes but I didn't really unpack it like that that's really quite nice actually yeah
0: i mean i I didn't unpack it like that the first time I watched it this has been after a second watching yeah but uh, what I love about this fight scene though is that when beam like just before the the water hose fireworks bit but like beam doesn't want to fight him. He sees him dressed as a police officer. He's like, why are you dressed as a police officer? I I don't believe that you're the guy. You know, I, and Beam is like pleading. Like, you know, it's almost like, don't make me fight you. Because I let li- you're literally like my brother. I love you. All this. Like, and it's only when he loses the key to the compound to go and find Mally that it's like, okay. I gave you a chance. Now I'm going to have to fucking kill you. And they are like killing blows. All of these punches that they're throwing are killing blows. It's mental. And then we have him like catch him. He catches him and then he's hanging and he's like, we'll kill Mali if you don't surrender. And he just starts fucking. He doesn't care if he drops him. He just starts beating him. You know, yeah, while yeah. while dangling. So fucking good. There's um, also
1: an a naff bit just before that. Uh so there's a knife that uh Rama has and uh it changes between the two shots. Or is it a knife or something he had something sharp? I mean it was a piece of wood.
0: Oh, he's uh, got like a piece of uh like a piece of like like I think it was a piece of wood. I something. think there was an there's an explosion some some yeah some piece of rubble of some kind yeah yeah
1: I think it was wood and uh in the shot where he's coming up to Bahim, uh it is blunt it's not very sharp but then there's a closer shot after that and it's really it's like a lot sharper it's like ah come on man. like I know you mm. get a bit bugged a bit about the CGI but for me that kind of stuff bugs me more When something changes from
0: just continuity errors,
1: yeah, it's like, come on, man, Mm. it should have made it sharper. I don't know.
0: Well, I mean, we've we've pretty much, I mean, we've been talking about this movie for two hours, and we've only really covered Act One and Two at this point. So, I because after this particular fight, you have that animated transition where like that, you know, you've got the fire and water hands reaching to each other. um, So now we're like in the final hurdle of this movie. Uh, do you mind if I take a little break?
1: Yeah, I I actually quite need to pee.
0: Struggle!